Hey, Andrew, why are you here tonight? Yeah, that's a great question. It might You might think, oh, Andrew's back for something super important. They're talking about Thrawn or, you know, another one of his favorite moments. No, it's definitely for the uh, Fortnite and Rocket League Star Wars collabs. Wow. Oh, Get yeah. out. That is true, Red. <laughs> oh, heck no. everyone, welcome back to another Andrew-tastic episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Andrew. <laughs> I'm Drew. And we are back! Wow, yeah. I was the, not expecting that. The, the three amigos are back, the, the, the OGs are back. Yeah, to That's talk about Fortnite and Rocket, Rocket League. League. Right? That's what we're talking about, the, the, the sick... I, I, I guess Skins I didn't get you can that. buy with your, your V-Bucks or whatever. I, I didn't get that email, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Andrew is back for tonight's I episode. Am. And yeah. do we want to give the news about you, Andrew, yeah. moving forward? Yeah, yeah. So, fun fact, I had a lot of fun the last time I was here when we did the Ahsoka trailer, and I missed it a great deal. So... I am on schedule to be back the first week of every month from now on. I won't be back every week. Hey. But the plan for right now is the first week of every month. I'll be back. I'll be joining the episodes. Yeah, that's very exciting. So yep. we have some stuff planned, but all you who have been itching for some EU with Andrews, you know, they might oh, be it's coming happening. up. It's coming up soon. It's happening. Um, so we're talking probably the June, the first week of June will be a catch up with Andrew where he kind of, we talked about all the shows that he wasn't here for and we'll yeah. go over his Strap thoughts. Strap in for a 17 hour episode. Let's get 17 it. 17 hours. <laughs> yep. Uh, but then, <laughs> but then after that, it's going to be kind of up in the air with kind of whatever comes up and what Andrew would like to do for EU with Andrew stuff. So if there are some topics that, about the EU that maybe you'd want to go, us to go over, send us a message, send us a voicemail, and we'll see. Maybe we'll get some ideas for Andrew to, because there's a lot of EU stuff out there. So yeah, yeah, Not there a is. Shortage. Nope. But but according to some people, there's no source material to make a sequel trilogy. So <sighs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite quotes of all time. But anyway, we're not here to the. <laughs> comment on things like that we're here mm. for a top five and so normally so wait, we do so we're actually not doing Fortnite. no we're no we're Fortnite. not no oh, now dang. now did i purchase the thing to unlock mall like 10 minutes ago before we went live maybe so maybe the stream at some point you guys might see some more star wars Fortnite action coming your way so 
Don't if forget. you guys are listening to this and you're not following us yet on Twitch, make sure you go over there and follow us on Twitch. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool. All right. Well, so tonight we're doing top five misunderstood things in Star Wars. And so there's a wide yes. range of people in the fandom and not in the fandom. And sometimes if you're just casual or you don't really pay attention to Star Wars, you might miss things, misunderstand things, have some misconceptions. And so we yep. kind of, the three of us talked about a, a collaborative top five. So we're not each giving our top fives, but I think it'll be, have some good discussions on what we think is important for casual fans to know about Star Wars. And that was our Spotify Q&A from last week that we'll be reading tonight, but we're going to wait because there's some overlap in some of the answers that we're having. So we'll do that just before we say our number one, all the answers from Spotify. So keep that in mind. Sick. All right. Cool, cool. So we might as well just jump into it. So number five, I think this is something that if you are the bigger the Star Wars fan you are, the more you're going to agree with this one. But the animated shows are not kid shows and they are important to the story of Star Wars. Correct. Yes, of Facts. course. And so, so yeah, I'm always trying to convince people to watch the animated shows. And it's, it's a big commitment because it's not just, oh, watch a movie or watch an eight-episode season of Mandalorian. It's literally yeah. Yo, it's 130, so much episode, 130 yeah. episodes of Clone Wars, 74 episodes of Rebels. Then you got like Bad Batch and then yeah. uh, stuff like that. So it's a lot of commitment, but like it's worth it. What do you guys think? Yeah. What, are, what are your thoughts on the animated shows and its importance to the Star Wars story? So with with the animated series, they had to work within, obviously they had to work within a timeline that was already very previously established by the movies, right? So the movies act as bookends, if you will, to these stories. So on one hand, you don't technically need, you don't ha absolutely have to see the shows to understand the overall narrative of, of the Skywalker saga, right? But what they chose to do with these as supplemental media is like drastically deepen and inform the moments that are happening in the movies. Mm -hmm. So like in Revenge of the Sith, Anakin's turn to the dark side seems kind of abrupt, right? It's like, right. he's like, a, he's like whiny for a little bit. And all of a sudden, whoa, we're, you know, we're killing Jedi and right. doing stuff, you know, <laughs> like, so it's, it's, if you watch in the movie, it's like, how did this like is it believable that that he could get here but like you when you watch all of clone wars especially towards the end of it it's like whoa 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 okay all of this actually makes more sense and his character is deepened you know a great deal more than you could ever do in the span of a two and a half hour movie um and so while they're technically on paper not needed it is an extreme disservice to the narrative over of the overall story to not consume these as a media same thing with rebels like rebels is even kind of more disconnected to from the like main skywalker saga characters if you will there's a little bit of overlap but it's kind of its own thing but still now especially with ahsoka 
I was going to say now more than ever. Exactly. It it provides <clears throat> do you have to watch Olive Rebels? Could you get by with just like the last season? Probably. But like are you missing out on adding depth and complexity to these characters? Very much so. Not to mention if you don't already know about the expanded universe and you haven't watched Rebels, the Thrawn reveal is going to be like People are not gonna care. They're gonna be like, "Well, this is this blue guy. Yeah, this guy he might have nice hair, but he's he's blue." But like, what? <laughs> but like, that's the whole. You know, you have to have that context when it comes to characters like that that are a little bit more uh, obscure. But I would say the whole point of the shows is to deepen the narrative. And on top of that, if you think that they're just kid shows, you're very wrong, because there are moments in these shows. While they might be wrapped in a package of animation, they're they have very mature themes. Well, so especially Bad Batch. Bad Batch oh, is yeah. like there's yeah. scenes in Bad Batch that I'm like, are we allowed to watch this? Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's like beheadings and like it's pretty intense. And so like Bad Batch itself, because it never did go on a network television. It is yeah. definitely way more of an adult show besides yeah. the what whatever the speeder episode the was. Racing the racing episode season. of season two. Yeah. You can skip that <laughs> was, episode. But it was, no, it was fun. It was no, fun. No, just a bit. But uh, <laughs> we were trash on the episode sorry. the whole season. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Jericho. But um yeah. No, Addie. Addie. Or Addie's sorry. Really Addie. That <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry, Addie. But yeah, so like for me too, like Rebels right now, Dave Filoni said like you don't need to watch it for the Ahsoka, but he was like you should at least watch like season four or like the last part of season four, like a certain arc. And I a hundred percent disagree. Like you're not gonna understand the ending of Rebels. No, like, you're not. All. You're not. No, no, it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, dude, just tell them that they need to watch Rebels because that's what they need. Like maybe skip season one if you don't want like. Season one's a lot more kiddie. And the same with like yeah. the Clone Wars. Like the first couple of seasons of Clone Wars gets a little draggy. And the and animation a, is. And the animation's a little. Not rough. what it is towards the end. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. It's, but then towards the not, end, like the season seven of Clone well, Wars. Well, season seven is, 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 is a work cool. of art. Well, yeah, it's a work of art. Yes. Yeah. It's, well, I would say wise, the, the, last, the last four episodes of season yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But well, they had to build a bad batch. But either way, they're definitely not kids shows, and they definitely do matter. And if you are listening to this podcast and you haven't watched Rebels or at least a lot of the Clone Wars, you're gonna not understand a lot of what we're gonna be talking about. Come Ahsoka, so I very, I mean, or not, you can just listen to us and we'll educate you too. That's kind of what we're here for. <laughs> we'll, so we'll get you learned. Maybe <laughs> not. Maybe maybe just don't watch them and we'll tell you, so you guys can keep listening. Uh, yeah, I would say if you're planning on enjoying Ahsoka to its to its fullest as a TV fullest. show, you really need to for sure watch Rebels. Like mm-hmm. Clone Wars, seriously informs her character yes in very in a very significant way but like as far as the narrative of what i'm imagining they're going to be exploring in terms of story and everything for the ahsoka show rebels is really important yeah the characters too if you watch the trailer like oh that was cool but i don't understand it it's because you didn't watch rebels because (laughs) 
all of the characters in the trailer. Yeah, that's true. Are that's, from true. Rebels. that's true. <laughs> so it's like you're like, oh, that was cool, but I don't really understand what's going on. That's because you don't you don't watch Rebels, but you you should definitely watch Rebels. I feel like that should be on everyone's top list, and it's on my top list to rewatch right now. Like mm. I think come Star Wars Day, which is in two days, which we kind of didn't kind of this is our May fourth episode, so. Happy Star Wars days, you guys. But hey, yeah, happy Star Wars day. Um, yeah, I'm going to spend, I think, majority of that day actually just watching Rebels, which is kind of out of the ordinary because normally I watch all the movies. But you're right. you're gonna watch? All, did you say all of Rebels? Oh, a lot of it, dude. I may or may not is... have that day off. <laughs> well, there's 74 yeah. episodes of. That's Rebels. a lot of. And that's a lot of times. times 20. 22 minutes. You're not, you can't do that. And no, there's no way. Okay. A lot of rebels. Well, what if I start at midnight? 24, no, 24 episodes would be eight hours. Okay. So like 70. Yeah. Just go into the hyperbolic time chamber. Go into the world between worlds. And yeah, there you go. There you go. (laughs) 72. But okay. Anyway, while Drew's doing math over there, I was gonna say like it's only fourteen <laughs> hours. It's fine. But um, yes, yeah, so like we're saying, okay, watch Rebels because it's gonna inform the Ahsoka series. But so much of what happens in Rebels is also dependent on knowing what happened in Clone Wars too, because there's overlapping yeah. characters. Because like if you watch the movies, and then Maul shows up in Rebels, and you're like, oh uh, yeah. Like, well, that's one of our things. Oh, shh. <laughs> but, like, um, it's one of those things. It's like, you're still going to be super confused. And it's like, Ahsoka, okay, Ahsoka is this established character already. Oh, she's a Padawan of Anakin. Like, where did this come from? Like, well, you got to watch the uh, Clone Wars. And so, and yes, like what Andrew was saying, like, there's a lot of, like, mature themes and ideas and scenes and stuff. Like, the one thing I, I always think about is when that Twi'lek slave throws herself off the side of a building to kill herself in Clone Wars. Oh, I forgot about that. Like, yeah, I did too. That hap- you said it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Now you said, "I'm, I'm like, like Jesus, that is Jesus. so intense." That, like, it's in a kids show that like that happened. Yeah. yeah. And- the 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 package that it it gets presented in can be can really be mistaken as like children, because I mean, like that. What, there are not very many adult shows that are like animated like that. You know, like you have your like family guys. If they're not an adult but, it, swim, but it's not you're the not same. Gonna, no. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And there are some ki- there are some kids centered moments, to be sure, you know. Like the clone arcs. <laughs> or the the not the clone arcs, sorry, the the droid arc. Yeah, but, That's still uh, a pretty uh, intense thing, but like no, the, but the even, fruit episode. even that droid arc, even that droid arc like has some pretty intense themes in it. You know what's annoying is that I remember that episode so well because I was so annoyed by that episode, (laughs) and it's so annoying. Which one? Wait, which episode? episode? The fruit episode. Yes. Like I, I like I've seen Clone Wars. (laughs) Yeah, that's like that's kind of a throw. That one like sticks out so well because I was just like, why am I watching this? Well, it's it's a it's a comparison to how we as human beings just strive for things so so much and we go to such a le- dude i don't know i that that's that's not a that's not a redeemable one for me but yeah there there are, there are definitely some throwaway moments but i would what, say what I, what I should do is make a 
PowerPoint presentation on why that's the best episode in Clone Wars, just to see if I could. I mean, I'm well, down I mean, to, to be don't proved waste wrong. an Andrew episode. On that <laughs> oh yeah, 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 that'll be you and me. <laughs> like you, you thought, you thought you were getting you with Andrew this week. No, it's actually fruit no, with no, Jeremiah. I don't want that fruit with Jeremiah. <laughs> we already know his opinion on watermelon. We don't need to hear any more opinion on fruit. <laughs> Don't do yeah, that here. If you don't, don't know what we're don't talking about, go on YouTube and look up the, the great watermelon debate clip from a long time ago. It's on YouTube now. That's what Andrew, I, just I don't said, know if so. you knew that. I did, yeah. Did you rewatch it when it got posted or no? I I'm pretty sure I watched part of it. Then you're like, I can't stand this guy and you turn it, it was, off. <laughs> no, it was just the thumb. It brought up a lot of emotions. So all speaking right, yeah. of speaking of bringing up emotions, I would be emotional if I thought Maul died at the end of the Phantom Menace, and then realized that he wasn't dead at the end of Solo. Yeah, that is. And by true. emotional, I'd be really, I'd be really confused. <laughs> that's funny that you mentioned that because that yeah. is our number four. Well, so number knew? four, not me. Most misunderstood thing in Star Wars is. That Maul died at the end of Phantom Menace. Which, if you think that, you're not to blame. Oh, like, like it's not your spoiler. fault that you. Sorry, spoiler, spoiler. spoiler but like, like, it's not your fault if you don't know that if you've only watched the movie. So it's like we can't like be totally mad at you, but like the Maul not dying, we see that fleshed out in Clone Wars, where he comes back in a sense. Because he can't come back if he didn't die. But like he's there. He has his amazing story in the Clone Wars. And then we see him in uh Rebels too. And so Yep. Oh, and, we, and so like I, Maul's story still one of my favorite scenes. Like Maul's story is such an amazing arc. Like Oh yeah. If you just see him for, you know, he what is his screen time in Phantom Menace? Like Five minutes, ten minutes at most. You mean if you mean to find out? Yes, please. It's just like what? It's just like he's such a cool looking guy. It was like one of the best lightsaber duels in Star Wars, and he's just gone. And like, like oh, that's kind of lame. Yeah, and and like with Maul too. Like, there's probably someone listening to this that didn't watch Solo because they were so mad, and yes. we despoiled that for them. But I'm sorry, you go watch Solo because. Yes, so I'm I'm pretty sure it's like six or seven minutes. Yeah. Six or seven minutes. To- yeah. Total. How many lines does he have? Like, Dude, free. It's probably like one, a total of two, like four words. Yeah. He's like, at last we will reveal ourselves. I feel bad for that and guy that like, they casted that, for the voice. Is that all he says. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that one line. Or no, he's I, he calm uh, on Tatooine comes like I'm landed or something or like I'm here. Dude, it's it's negligible. Like I don't remember so his lines. Little that they literally casted someone to do his voice, and they literally fired the dude to just let that's the guy so, who. That's, that's so. And stupid. I feel bad for that person because they're like, "Yeah, I was supposed to be Maul." Ray <laughs> Park. Sam, and it's funny because then Sam Witwer does the voice of Maul in live action in Solo, <laughs> and is, they got Ray Park to come back to do. He's yeah. the physical person. Yeah. 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 It's just it's just funny, but like, and I still have hope. This might be dumb, but I have hope that we'll get either a mall show 
or a movie one day. Oh, we're not. We're not getting that. I'm, I'm, shush, shush. I'm, I, there, I still have some little. The, hope. the only way that would happen is if the Lando show comes to be. Oh, I dude, dude, I forgot. I really forgot dude, about I, that. Wow. Okay, so speaking of that, Jeremiah, I lo- I watched this clip of all the shows and movies that they announced at last year's Star- celebration, and how this year at Star Wars celebration they didn't talk about any of them. <laughs> well, except for the it's a, um, it's a rocky time. Crew. I know yeah. it's just like crazy because like we're so hyped about all this stuff right now. And Star Wars Celebration 2025 in Japan, how much of that is not even going to be mentioned or, like, Wait, scrapped by so then? I, so what was announced last year that... Well, they're, didn- they're talking about, like, the movies that were announced, like, with, like, the directors and, like, how that was scrapped. Most uh, most of... I think all of them were Those scrapped. were announced okay. at Star Wars Celebration? So, so fun they fact, were, Rogue Squadron... I didn't even realize it. Per Kathleen Kennedy... It's not off the table officially. They since it did say that literally announced it like a month ago or two months ago. No, that she, no. So there, I watched an interview at Star Celebration of her. It was like a live stream, or it was an IGN interview, and they she straight up the the interview. The girl says like she was asking a question, and she mentioned and Rogue Squadron has has been axed essentially. And Kathleen straight up like corrects her. She's like, "Hey, I just want you to know that that's not an, that's not official. It's just we're just we're still talking about things. Like it's not officially off the table yet." But I thought they mm-hmm. literally announced but officially sh- that yeah. the movie got officially canned. Well, like I a month ago. I will say that during Star Wars Celebration, and it's on the internet, you can find it, during Star Wars Celebration. Because if it's on the internet, Kennedy. it has to be true. It's facts. Well, it's from Kathleen Kennedy, <laughs> like directly <laughs> from her mouth. So like, you know. Does she really know what's going on over there though? Well, we... Okay. So. Anyway, we're, we're way, way off so, topic. To, to, so to my... bring this back, Maul, Maul's character, so I was just talking about how like they use the Clone Wars, they use these animated shows to just, like super deepen uh these characters and the characters arc arcs but the crazy thing is that they literally took this character in the shows and like created they essentially created a new character like ma was established because of the phantom menace sure uh, but all he did was fight it was a great fight it's one of my favorite lightsaber duels but like he really didn't have any personality and they literally took that brief six seven minutes of screen time and created what, in my opinion, is one of the best Star Wars and deepest Star Wars characters of all time because of how much you get of his fall, his rise to power, another fall, you know, the way he deals with the criminal underworld, his motivations, all these things, like, surprisingly fleshed out as a character. And, Mm -hmm. again, you don't have to watch those shows to understand the movies. But, like... Maul's character and his character arc alone is worth watching the shows. Like it's yeah. such a reward to see him from start to finish. I think it's like what season four or five he comes I, in. I think his Savage talks to Mother Towson at the last episode of season three, and you see Maul's. Oh, so, it's, so it's season four. See, but then I think it's you don't see. Mall as Dude, I remember when that until the very end on TV. 
Right, but like you don't even see Maul found by his brother until the end of season four. And oh, then yeah. so literally ninety five percent of the Maul stuff in Clone Wars is in season five. Yeah. And so and you then, get tease in season three, you get a little bit in yeah. season four at the very end, and then five you have all those episodes with him scattered. And then of the course Yeah, and then of course he, he plays a huge part in seven and then Rebels is what still one of my favorite scenes in all of Star Wars is his fight with Obi Wan. Oh, I was like, gonna say his death. Yeah. The scene that so, some people hate, some people love. Dude, I will fight people over that scene. It is very good. And so So, yeah. But it's just like what we were thinking just saying a minute ago about, you know, solo the solo movie and Maul is in there at the very end. And it's like yeah. When I remember when I was in the theater opening night or whatever it was. Yeah. I yeah. got I went on I, opening night too. I Me too. got was so pumped. like I, I I was like super like I couldn't believe it. And like there's if you've seen the movie uh A Beautiful Mind, when the guy like looks at a newspaper and like everything starts like patterns like this is this is what was going on in my head right when <laughs> i saw them all like, my mind was like going in a, a thousand gears like boom 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 like this is all this stuff going on boom boom, like, boom, I, boom 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 did you stand up and cheer and freak out no but i oh i did i was like i remember like i was like like i don't i didn't know what to do with my hands i was just like it, so, it like, was crazy because i i remember thinking oh, holy crap this is amazing and then the next thing was like but why like i remember being like <laughs> Like I don't like I I received this. The, Why would you? The ask? gift the gift has been received. Star Wars, like thank you for this. But what? Why? Why? You know, like. And it's, fun fact: I went and saw Solo opening night at the IMAX theater at the Minnesota Zoo, which has since Ooh. closed. There they closed the theater. It was so when Micaiah and I lived in. Yeah, when we lived in Bloomington. That was like our mm. thing. Like we saw a lot of movies there, and mm. I want to, I want to say two Star Wars movies there, and then Probably after Solo, huh? Probably saw yeah. eight there. Yeah, and then after Solo, shortly after they're like, yeah, we don't have enough funding, we're closing it. I'm like, dude, what? It, movie theaters at zoos are way cooler than just like normal movie theaters, straight up. Because like you're like, so like 150 feet away from a polar bear. Like, come on. Not that yeah, close, actually, real. but you get, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> there's there's fields in there, like you could get yeah. in. Like what happens like at night? They the fences open up. Like there's there's some risk. Yo, dude, they had fun. they actually had some like adult after hour things that were really fun because there's no kid. Well, significantly less kids. Those yeah. were really fun. So, dude, I remember because I watched episode eight in theaters opening night obviously was with my wife and she's like after that movie she asked me she's like did you like it and i was like i think so and then i watched it a bunch i i saw episode eight i think like i want to say six times in theaters and so like i was giving it i, I gave it my all <laughs> and and so then when solo came out and we went and opened open watch at the beginning of solo like i was like i don't know <laughs> i was like really nervous again and then it got really good and then the mall thing happened and i screamed and i freaked out and then stuff 
as we left, she asked me the same question. Did you like it? And I was like, I loved it. That's amazing. Like, and like, we talked about this, Jeremiah, like how I can pick one scene. And if I love that one scene so much, it like overshadows the whole thing. And I just love that episode no matter what. Right. And solo for me, that was the mall scene. When I saw mall, I was like, I don't even care about anything else. This movie is in my top five. Like I love this so much, even though it was just a glimpse. Okay. I don't feel like that anymore, but in that moment, I was like <laughs> so happy. And I was like, what are they going to do with mall? And then you, we got all these rumors about a mall show. And uh, yeah, so it's so, still, a right. bit so I think like what I was saying, I think, if the Lando show ever comes to be, yeah, that's how they would bring Maul in because they left it wide open. Mm-hmm. So I like I it's like I would really like to see Kira's story continued, but I hear that's all fleshed out in comics. So it's like Yeah, it it they did a lot with her in the comics. I haven't so read like, I don't, it, but I've seen articles about it. So I don't know if they can make introduce her back into the story because she at the end of the movie she goes to Dathomir to see Maul in person. That's like, is that, I don't know if that's covered at all in the comics or if they I think, could introduce that in one way or another in the movie before the comic stuff comes up. I don't yeah. know. But from what I remember with her stuff, it was pri- It was like all like after she left Han in the beginning and no, that her I, coming up to that. But I don't remember if they got to the point at, like after solo i think it i think it went on after well it's it's most of it takes place during the original trilogy actually yeah because she comes in she at one point possesses han solo and carbonate like yeah yes and she fights vader and holds her ground against vader i'm like yeah yeah. that was like a big i I remember that i want to see this this is so cool like make this a show yes okay See, I mean, Kira, I'll take it. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it. Um, but yeah, so Maul but didn't I, die. He he was alive for yes, a lot longer. Maul's alive. But I think the biggest thing too is like for the Maul stuff. I feel like they're waiting. They're trying to figure it out. And like you said, maybe Lando. It's just so hard with Donald Glover. He's so busy that I feel like it's gonna be so hard to pull him off of his own stuff and like, hey, focus on Star Wars. You know. Yeah, that'd be the only reason why it wouldn't come out. Right. Well, you want to know what's gonna be coming out pretty soon? The VCU, because oh, hey. that project is almost done. We got like we're like seventy five percent of the way done. So if you want to learn how you can help us with a special project, take a listen to this message from our good friend. Lucy. Hey everyone, fictional Lucy here, and I'm pleased to tell you that I'm just one of the many characters created in the original Star Wars audio drama some Empire Radio fans made. The story of my friends and I, called the Voicemail Cinematic Universe, played out through 86 voicemails. The problem is, our adventures are only audio, unless you give us a hand. The goal is to have an illustration for every voicemail provided by you listeners. We're looking for any type of media. Digital art, Legos, painting, photography, anything at all. And don't worry if you're not professional. If you want to see the drama we go through come to life, just click on the link in the description that takes you directly to a Google Doc. 
it'll guide you through the whole process of creating and submitting your art. Colonel Doss, Will, Darth Daddy, and all us VCU characters can't wait to see what you can do. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, that fiendish Sith Lord, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yep. We're almost done. Uh, we just got this week, or over the weekend, or whatever it was, uh, another Lego stop motion from Dazdor. And oh, there's like one or there's like a few easy ones left and then the rest are all the really hard ones <laughs> and so like definitely if you want to get an easy easy one there's a few in there that are quick just a character, couple characters or whatever on a, in a scene where you can just draw the characters or paint them or whatever but then there's some big giant scenes with countless characters that might be a little bit more difficult but if you're up for the challenge do it and if you're picking one of the difficult ones and you need time to work on it Drew will give you fifty dollars. No. no, shoot me what? an email. Sorry? Say, hey, I'm reserving this one, and I'll cross it off the list so no one else does it, and that will be yours. And we'll work out like a timeline or whatever before I uncross it off if you don't finish. But do you, yes, do you, have have you received any that are just like stick figures, like serious stick well, figures, well, mind you? Uh, no, serious stick figures? I don't know. We got because like we got one. Stick that would be figure. that would be that would make it amazing for me it's like all of this well, like amazing one. lego stop motion and some like animation stuff and it's like boop stick figure <laughs> in there, the middle of it all is, you know there is one it's a, a stick figure of boss nass <laughs> yes yes <laughs> as it <So>. spoilers <laughs> but yes so yes yeah. so it's definitely amazing. so i get and we'll put this as our plug it for empire con stuff but if if the vcu is done in time for empire con we are gonna debut that movie on the big screen at empire con in a movie theater so but i need time to like really edit it in a proper way where like the scenes flow into each other and stuff in a good way like i haven't i've put all the images with the voicemails but i need to like create the artistic direction of it do, does, do the voicemails have music, or do you have to some add of them, music? Some of them have music. Yeah. Oh, wow. And sound effects. Sound effects. Towards and, the end, they got really good. Yeah, it was like... Towards the end, it's like... Yeah, so... We're just listening to a production audio. But it was I'll, like listening to Star Wars. Yeah, so I would probably have to have it done by mid-July, so I can finish it. Also, I'll have to get it printed on a Blu-ray player. Like a disc, so we can bring it to the theater because that's how we would play the. Yeah, movie. I was gonna so, say I saw your request, Jeremiah, on Facebook for that. So <laughs> keep that in mind. But then also on top of that, Lucy and Addie have written a novel-length audio drama sequel to the VCU. So that's that's not gonna insane to me. That's not gonna get released until the VCU movie is done. So they're working hard on that. I may or may not have a cameo in that, and I might already know my lines for that that I got to send in and have my acting debut. But is it something ooh. along the lines of like the EU doesn't matter or something? No, it's. I can't. Or I can't maybe say, it's poetic justice. Maybe it's poetic justice. Maybe Jeremiah comes out of nowhere and says, Andrew was right. The EU does matter. And then there's a soft explosion in the background, and then violins come in. That, that would be. That would be my. Well, maybe I, I can't spoil anything. I can't. I can't. Maybe okay. Jeremiah is a character from the EU. 
Oh, no, that I, would be poetic I'm, justice right there. No, if, if you if you listen to Lucy's podcast, yeah, her and Eddie go over kind of some of the stuff that they're doing. And I am myself. It is. Oh, that's lame. Je- Jeremiah know. West <laughs> in this thing. I have a role in what they're doing. Dang, Drew. Yeah. But yes, and so definitely get it. Send in the art. It's a lot. It'll be a lot of fun. There's some really great, great submissions, and so. Get it done. Do it. Do it. All right. Well, back to our list. So number three, and this is a a simple one, but it's something that a lot of people just don't realize. And it's that people misunderstand the fact that clone troopers and (laughs) stormtroopers are not the same. (laughs) Gosh. There's a lot of people, and I think, it's confusing. It, it, like, it can be confusing, yes, because... The size comment in episode four, like, oh, you aren't you short for a stormtrooper? Like, people were thinking, like, oh, those were clones. That's why he was short. So, like... Well, wait, that like, been, that's a, no, that would been way after the prequels came out, people yeah. might think that. Yeah. You didn't, people didn't know that there were clone... No, but I think there's stuff in the EU about clones, isn't there? Before the prequels came out. What? What? Huh? No. What? How did we get here? Yeah. What are we? What are we talking about? About Leia's comment to Luke about you're too. Aren't you short for a tr- stormtrooper? People. Yeah. I mean, I was one of those kids too, where I I was like, yeah, he's short because he's not a clone. Like as a kid growing up, I thought they were clones. Really? Oh, yeah. I never. But, I never mean, once I grew that. up in the prequel era, so that doesn't really work. Well, see, okay, so I saw the the original trilogy before the prequels, and I just thought she was being mean to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> She's oh. just picking on the guy, you know, because like he Obi Wan mentions the Clone Wars in A New Hope, but it's just it's like a fleeting thing. And I remember thinking as a kid, like, oh yes, it happened a long time ago. You know, like that was yeah, kind of like, it. what does that mean? Yeah, well, I like definitely didn't understand Lord. that as a kid. Exactly, I was, freaking, I was really but, young. Like I, I thought that was what it was, and I'm pretty sure my dad probably still thinks that's what that it meant. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to educate my own dad, but yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, it's it's one of those things that like I feel like after you see Attack of the Clones, it's a little bit harder to miss, you know. Or you see Attack of the Clones, and then you see A New Hope, and you're like, oh, they're still using the same people. Exactly. They just got different armor. But it also doesn't help that they made the armor so dis- like so similar. Like, sure, the helmets, you you know, you can argue phase one yeah. clone armor is pretty different at first glance. But, like, from, the, from behind, it's like, oh, there's another white person. Exactly. With a gun running into battle to fight someone, you know. Yeah, but the, this is so a comment red buff in the chat, which is a true thing. But I don't know if we can say that word anymore. But Luke was originally supposed to be a little person. Oh, and yeah. that's why that line is in there. But they didn't. I don't understand why they didn't just change oh. the line to something else. So like, well, Mark is also kind of, kind of short, short compared to the stature of what they would have used for stormtroopers, anyways. So. But yes, so I remember change everything if if Luke was a Hobbit. 
I would have changed. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> um, but I remember so, it, like when it would have been what the first teaser trailer for um, the Force Awakens when it just Finn pops up in the desert and yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like after that, I remember people were like, "This doesn't make sense because clones weren't black." I'm like, huh? <laughs> Like what? Did like, you hear the, someone say that? People were when so people were. I remember that, was, that, that too. Was Dude, every what? single comment yeah. on the internet was oh like, "Oh my gosh!" But but clones weren't black. Like this doesn't make sense. Like da, da, da. I'm like, first of all, stormtroopers are not clones, and second of all, he's not even and, a stormtrooper. <laughs> well, he was. Well, a stormtrooper. yeah, he. He was well, a stormtrooper. Well, the first order stormtrooper, but like, yeah, yeah. one, you, and you never saw a a stormtrooper with their helmet off in the original trilogy, so you don't know. Like that was a that was a pretty big deal for that movie. I I because I, I remember seeing that and being like, oh, this is the first time we've seen we've actually seen a stormtrooper with their helmet off. Like, of course, you see the clones, but it's like. The same Dude, face. I was, yeah, I was like, I was like, relatively numb to it at that point because of Clone Wars, especially because of Clone Wars, you know. But I was, I saw that, and I was like, oh, oh, we're we are ex- we're if they going in a different direction now. Arc, they would have went with Finn's arc and made the movie about him, and like if development. Had, if half of that movie would have been him battling internally and leaving the First Order and developing his character and like half. giving. Okay, but whatever. but definitely saying, definitely like, more than just but, this scene, and then he's like, "Oh, I gotta go." Oh, that's true. But wasn't his, yeah. that fleshed out more in the comics? Dude, I don't know. I think there's a, there's I, a comic series of him going through training, and like, there's a lot of interaction probably. with the guy that he fights with the yeah the spinny thing. Like, yeah, they're the like traitor. Yeah, they're like best friends, like growing like going through training. Yeah, yeah. but. Yeah, I didn't consume a lot of supplemental media for the uh, sequel trilogy, admittedly enough. So, I don't know. I, I did hear about that, though. But yeah, I remember, especially when Attack of the Clones came out, I remember hearing a lot of people get that wrong. Like, oh, look, the Stormtroopers got a new design. And then there was like a month or two where like nobody got it right. And then people started being like, okay, no, they're called clone troopers. You know, we got we to gotta fix this. And then, like, gradually well, that phased out. But, I, like, the you don't know. wasn't really a thing either. So it was definitely harder back then to educate yeah. people. Yeah. And then, of course, like, now, if you have no context and you watch A New Hope first and you go back and watch Attack of the Clones, you're like, so these are the same people? They're just much younger in this movie? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, right. and they have yeah. different looking armor, you know? But then, of course, if you played Battlefront 2, you know. There you go. You know what happened. The OG because Battlefront of that, 2, right? Yes, because of all of the monologues that they had. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I I learned about them phasing out clone troopers in depth because of that game. Yep. You know, like... Dang, that game is so good, dude. And yeah, But now, with the Bad Batch animated series, you get that... A more explanation of that phase out from clones to stormtroopers, and that is a compelling story. And I don't know how similar it is to the Battlefront Two story, but it's way more in depth. The video game or the show? The show, Bad Batch is way more in depth, and I don't even think 
Uh, yeah, Battlefront, Battlefront 2. Battlefront's not canon, I don't think. Yeah, it was so. it was more like we were clone troopers and we did the thing and then they started phasing us out and Vader only kept a few of us for them from the 501st to be, you know, special mm-hmm. clones or whatever. It was like it wasn't as depth in depth, but like you learned, you learned what happened. Right. So So yeah, so if you watch through the animated shows, you see that story of that transition and it's a very the the two political episodes in season two of Bad Batch was amazing and it talks about this official like legislation transition and it's an amazing they went went in on those episodes those two episodes right in the middle I think it was seven and eight I think of the season yeah phenomenal and it's all politics (laughs) like that that's one of the reasons why some people think that one of the reasons why people don't like the sequel trilogy is because it had the least amount of politics in it and yeah politics Which we're getting is, we're now we're getting more of you're right but like the shows but anyways but yes well so yeah cool cool well yeah they're not the same if you're listening to this you think they're the same they're not sorry there you go there there's the short version yep yep you're welcome we helped you. And then, then then there's dark troopers, which are not clone troopers or clone troopers. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a, a deep, thing. that's a deep cut right there. They were, they were storm. Yeah, anyways. It's an honorable mention. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. All right, well, let's go to number two. Yes. There is a major misconception that if you are a dark force user, that means you're a Sith. Yeah. And that is not true. Yeah, this is this gets a little nitty gritty, and this gets a little a little, little on the nerdier side. But I would also I would also make an extension to just the red lightsaber in general, because in Jedi power battles on the PS One, Adi Galia is it Adi Galia? Hold on, I'm gonna have to look now. One of the one of the council members has a red lightsaber, but it's like a slightly different shade of red. It wasn't like the evil, like oh shoot, they're evil red. It was like just a little orange. bit. The hue was a little bit different. No, it wasn't orange because Plo Koon had a yellowish orange lightsaber. Actually, um, yeah, dude, it was insane back back in the day when they did that because like Mace Windu had a blue lightsaber. So in Episode One, he had a blue lightsaber. And I had the Mace Windu action figure from episode one, and it came with a blue lightsaber. This is before purple or amethyst. Mm, I remember that, yeah. And then who was it? Uh, You can play as, is it Adi Galia? I think, yeah. Has a red lightsaber. And I remember being really confused because I got that game. I was like, wait, what? Only the bad guy. Because, like, (laughs) dude, I was like freaking five when that movie came out and then i got the game shortly after and all i knew was darth vader and darth maul and i'm like uh all the bad people have red lightsabers right which now we're even challenging more because there's that like oh we got a little bit orange in there now and it's a little bit different but yeah same thing applies to on a more granular level to sith right because the sith are 
the enemies or the opposite of the Jedi. And those are just philosophical uses or views of using the force. And mm-hmm. so like yep. there to be a Sith, it has to, there has to be a certain level of belief or ideology behind your darkness. And there can only be two of them. So I was going to say you can, as, as a dark side user, you can match the ideology but the distinct difference, like the really defining difference is you have to be taken as an apprentice by someone in the lineage of the rule of two. Like, right. which is, mm-hmm. which, especially in the expanded universe, there were a lot of instances of dark Jedi. And I think in KOTOR, there are also instances of dark Jedi. You fight them. Yes. 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 I'm remember. It's been a while since I've played through it, but yes. So like there there's a lot of that in the expanded universe where it's very distinctly like they call them dark Jedi because like they've embraced the dark side of the force. Like they're clearly evil. They're super angry and moody. They do all that fun stuff. They, you know, they have red lightsabers, but like they make it clear you have to be adopted as an apprentice under someone in the rule of two to be considered an actual Sith. Cause it was again, was a race of people. And then over time that became, an ideology and more of a banner that they fell under. You know what? I can hear Jeremiah thinking it now. None of this matters, right? <laughs> well, because it's the EU, EU but, of Andrew. But anyways, uh, we did that. Didn't we do the Lost Tribe of the Sith? I'm pretty sure I did that. We did a Jedi Origins one. Oh, uh, I would highly recommend. In fact, I might I might reread it now because I totally forgot about it. But there's a collection of stories called the Lost Tribe of the Sith. And it is not the origins of the Sith. It's not that far back, but it's like, as far as the expanded universe timeline is goes, it's the earliest story, oh. recorded story in the expanded universe timeline. It's like freaking 25,000 years BBY, oh. I think. I'd have to look. It's like way back there, and it's really fascinating. So check that out if you're interested in that. Type not of canon. Yeah, but it's still it's a way better. Well, I'm not gonna get into that. Anyway, anyways, but something something that really annoys me though is when like websites that are fairly like popular that people frequent for like pop culture news or Mm -hmm. nerdy stuff, they'll still like during the sequel trilogy that oh Kylo Ren is the new Sith. Oh, he's the is he the most powerful Sith? Like top nah, five nah. most powerful Sith, and they throw in like Kylo Ren in there. I'm like, you do any amount of just look, read Wikipedia for five minutes, and you know that. I'm like, <laughs> this man said, read Wikipedia for five minutes, facts, and oh. you'll know. And it's just it's just stupid clickbait thing by people who've never yeah, yeah know yeah, anything yeah. about Star Wars, and they just start saying Kylo Ren is the new Sith, and it's like. Sure, before the first episode seven came out, like maybe he could have been Sith. We don't know, like, because we don't know anything about him. But like, literally, like a year after episode nine is out, like, oh yeah, was Kylo Ren a real, like, most powerful Sith? I'm like, whatever. Snoke wasn't a Sith. Kylo wasn't a Sith. Maul wasn't a Sith. Uh, Maul was a Sith. Yes, at a, at the time, uh, at the time of the Phantom Menace, he was not. He was a Facts. Sith assassin. He was not, he had not been adopted 
But that's because. based on the Plagueis novel, which doesn't okay, matter well, anymore. So. No, but, okay, but, 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 wait. <laughs> the thing is, Jeremiah, it doesn't matter. But until we get something that tells us otherwise, it matters. Because because remember, in Plagueis, he's still so Palpatine's still in Plagueis. I know, I know, and but like he's but when Maul has his one line in the first in that movie, at that point he is. Yeah, just, I guess because he says. Like he's part of, I guess before he goes to Tatooine, so that contradicts the novel. It's it, it also gets dicey. also at the funeral at the end. Technically, talks no, about the okay, rule of technically two. Technically, he said, "Now we will re- reveal ourselves to the Jedi." It it's implied, but it's not explicitly stated because at the time, I Drew, it's been yep. you've read it much more recently than I have, but I'm pretty sure Plagueis doesn't die. Until far, way farther into the Phantom Menace, right? I think Palpatine kills him like it's like two thirds of the way through the movie off screen. Yeah, it was, it was a tragedy because he because rem- the uh, the thing is get out for sure when he's on Tatooine, like Maul's on Tatooine, he's not a Sith yet. Yeah, so when he says it, at last we were the other because to the Jedi, uh, it's like he's like there's not like a thing where a where um he sees Anakin land from a distance and he can feel the force in Anakin. Yeah. And so, you know, that Plagueis is actually watching this all happen. At the same oh time. yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. So yeah, it has to be after it's definitely after the fact of that. He, Palpatine straight up is like, no, he's not an apprentice. He's yeah. a Sith assassin. He like, like talks about that. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you found my secret apprentice." Well, he's not really an apprentice, you know. Like so, and I feel, and and it's also pretty evident that like once Palpatine senses Anakin, mm-hmm. Darth he's Maul's lost. done. He's done. Yeah. He wouldn't have lasted very long after that. No. So, same thing with Asajj Ventress, though. But okay. Ventress was never a Sith. But that is true. But That's like. Like I already said, I know you realize, but that Plagueis novel is not canon. So, like, okay, but that being said, I know, I know, I know. That I know, being said, I get, it, I get it. Like, his character's name is Darth Maul in that movie. Like, that's, that's his name. That's the canon. And I, yeah, I guess. And with and with another animated show, Tales of the Jedi, with the the Dooku stuff, like before Dooku became. Uh, Darth Tyrannus in that episode, like yeah, he he is aware of Maul. He knows that Maul is um Palpatine's apprentice because Palpatine says we both lost an apprentice, and so like sure. So I like, mean, I think I think Palpatine so Dooku, took him officially after Plagueis died, right? Because remember, he saying, had, there there can Dooku, only be two. I know, I know, but Dooku understood uh-huh. Maul as sure. his apprentice. So sure. it wasn't just like, oh, a couple of days ago, I got a new apprentice named Darth Maul. Like, yeah. Dooku yeah. for probably years knew that Maul was a Sith because the whole Sifo-Dyas stuff and the clone stuff was already in the works before yeah. episode one. I will say, though, by the time Rebels hits... Maul is Maul does not consider himself a Sith, right? Because he says formerly Darth, just, yeah, now just Maul. 
he's really mad at the Sith. Yeah. And then Palpatine is the master, and Vader is Vader's the apprentice. The yeah. apprentice. You know what, Andrew? You should do an EU with Andrew on that book. Yeah. And I can help you with it. I need to... That'd be fun. I actually need to get it back because well, I, didn't I think it, one so. of my brother-in-laws has Plagueis and one of my brother-in-laws has Death Troopers. I want to read that really bad. Death Troopers is really good. Dude, if you ever have the chance to read through Death Troopers with the audiobook... 17 times better audio book bro because they put these like super <clears throat> eerie like screams and stuff in the background uh-huh. oh it's it's it elevates it but anyways yes for everyone watching not every red lightsaber wielding person is a sith not every right. dark side user is a sith like yes. for example the inquisitors and not that, sith that is true none of them were sith so as much as Reva that might have wanted to be too. at one point. Or that the Grand Inquisitor, I guess. Too. Yeah. So. What, small head or big grand? Huh? What? Small grand inquisitor or big head grand inquisitor? Oh. <laughs> we can talk about that in June when I when I go through Obi-Wan. Yep. All right. Well, <sighs> anyways. Before we jump in to our number one. Yep. Let's let's take a little commercial break. You know, it's been a while, you know, it's we've been going through these first four and it's been a, it's been 57 minutes. And maybe you're getting a little tired, trying to get a little more energy to get to the end. Maybe you should have some dark coffee. Less caffeine though. Well, actually that's not true, but that's a different story we can have. So, if you're trying to stay awake, <laughs> anyways, Jeremiah <laughs> And you need a little boost, whether it's watching a podcast, listening to a podcast, or trying to get through your day at work. There's no better way to do that than with Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea, and they are our sponsors today. So let's take a little commercial break and hear what they have to say. Hey, everyone. Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor of today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that whether you live in the Twin Cities or not, you can get their coffee beans delivered straight to your door by ordering them online. They even have a subscription service that ensures you never run out of amazing coffee. If you've been looking for some new coffee to try or a way to elevate your normal coffee routine, now's your chance. Head over to wesleyandrews.cc, use the code Empire Radio. That's with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout to get 15% off your first purchase of any bags of coffee or a coffee subscription. I can't think of a better deal. Get 15% off some great coffee, support a small business, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Do Do it. Do it. All right, cool, cool. Well, before we get into our number ones, let's uh, go over the Spotify Q&As for what people said for this, what is something that's misunderstood or misconception. So we got... Flamio, Hotman. 10 responses. And let's go over some of these. Some of them, there's overlap, and there's some other ideas too. So first one is actually from Lucy. Uh, or I should say the most recent one to the list. So it was the last one submitted, but 
Yeah. Lucy says, at least from my experience, many casual fans, non-Star Wars fans, believe the animated shows equal babyish by definition. Makes me so frustrated. <laughs> frustrated that they won't give Clone Wars Rebels and Bad Batch a chance. Hashtag Clone Wars saved. So, yes. It is not babyish, Lucy. You it's, are and it's also worth noting, too, that the person behind a, almost all of this and writing all of this is one of the best Star Wars writers ever. Dave Filoni. Oh, yeah. Who's so, like, doing... Who's, in charge of a lot of the stuff with the Mandoverse stuff too. So yeah, so it's like if if you like the Mandoverse, you're gonna love these shows. Yep. Sure, some kitty moments, but the deep moments are much well, much better written than a lot of the dialogue in the prequels. Right. Also, if you like Avatar: The Last Airbender, you should watch Clone Wars. Yeah, because he was Never involved watched. in that too. Yeah. Yes. And it's. With the Mandoverse stuff, so much of it is better by watch because there's tons of Mandalorian stuff in Rebels and in Clone Wars that yeah, like Bo-Katan is like yeah. in both series, and it just makes so much more sense. And I still remember watching the season one finale of Mando at Drew's house when we were doing the Mandalorian podcast. We watched it together live, and we jumped up off that couch when that dark saber ignited at the mm-hmm. very end. Like that meant so much. Like. <laughs> Like yes, uh, so yes, Lucy, you are correct, and you, we had that yep. on our list. Uh, Aaron Noob seventeen says casual fans misunderstand the sequel trilogy not being canon. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played. Uh, that was that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, uh, made me happy. Retta says the animated shows aren't worth watching because they're children shows. The Clone Wars. As some of the most violent and darkest content in all of Star Wars. So, oh, yes. yeah, it does. Yes, oh, Reda, yeah. you're correct. Uh, Red Buff from the Discord and in the chat says, Luke, I am your father, is actually, no, I am your father. And Stormtroopers aren't clones. Yep. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, Dazdor says that the Rebels are the good guys for oh. the Empire. That's a that's a cantina discussion right there, but yeah, but that gets uh, that gets complicated very quickly, <laughs> like <laughs> like very quickly. So yes, yeah, so that's Daz door. Uh, yeah, that'd be a really good cantina discussion though. Uh, Pizza says one of the most common misconceptions in Star Wars is that people consider all dark side users or frankly anyone who isn't a Jedi and uses a force and possibly has a red lightsaber to be a Sith. Yep. So yep. Wow. Nailed that one. Yep. Uh Wills Van Bergen says the Wills. So like the Wills in Star Wars. It's like like Chur Imwe is the guardian of the Wills. Oh. Oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. They yeah. really didn't flesh that out a ton. So that's they could have. So like even I, I don't even know a lot about that stuff either. So it's like I wish that was more explained. Yeah. Um. Well, because it was that's a that's a deep cut to one of the original working titles of Star Wars, right? But then they were like, oh, we'll put it in, and then it became this like light side force aligned 
like group of monks, I guess, give Mm -hmm. or like for lack of a better expression. But then I, I could be wrong if, but I don't think it was ever really explained in the written media either all that much. Right. So So. honestly, I'm just more curious. Was that Will that submitted that? No, it's Wills Van Bergen says the Wills. (laughs) Yeah. Um, a lot of will going on right now yeah so yes so definitely something like i don't know if a lot of casual fans would even know what that is really like that term unless you just remember it from rogue one so yeah but i think people like maybe you know before like i don't know guardians of the will stuff and the will stuff was that stuff before the prequel trilogy came out like I, I in EU stuff, like I don't. It's not. It doesn't really have a presence at all. Like I feel like the only the only thing something. the only thing I know is that it was a working title for Star Wars, right? When George Lucas originally set out, and then the next time I know of that it's mentioned is in Rogue One, and I don't think that they've ever like really. Now I could be wrong could be wrong so someone in discord in the chat in youtube youtube comments whatever let me know but i don't if they have done any exposition for that it's it's not been very much mm. and i don't remember them ever being mentioned in the eu oh so i'm just gonna look it up right now on yeah wikipedia see what um appearances so in canon the appearances are looks like it's this books so there's like aftermath empire's end aftermath empire's end audiobook force awakens uh uh, novelization so there's like some stuff on that i'm gonna go look on the legends tab see if that why did you put legends in air quotes you should have fist bumps because no, because we say expanded universe, and so they're using oh, it legends. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I you um you actually wasn't throwing shade, Andrew. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so it looks like there are some books and stuff. So there's stuff in the Revenge of the Sith, um, like novelization. Which is funny because I've read that and I don't remember them being mentioned. But there's like it must have been like a very passing, like reference. There's something called Lone Wolf: A Tale of Obi Wan and Luke, Uh, the Last One Standing, the Last of the Jedi, the Desperate Mission, the Last of the Jedi Dark Warning. But all these saying in parentheses mentioned only. Yeah, it's so there's no like not much. There's not a lot of description of what they actually are so all right thank you wills for commenting (laughs) the wills um nate keeney says that palpatine died and ray won in the rise of skywalker sorry about the wild drew oh yeah that was dang so yes palpatine didn't die but that's not really anyone's fault unless they've like until you got to episode nine, you don't know that. So, but and then he says Ray won in the Rise of Skywalker. Like I don't know exactly what Nate means by that, but 
she, meaning she that she, she didn't win? Uh, maybe it that it was specifically her by herself. Maybe th- they're implying that there were just more it's a people. Kiss one. <sighs> that whole thing is. All right, thank you, anyway. Nate, for that. But thank yes. you, yeah. Nate, and no shade towards you. All right, you guys won. Wild. We choked. We choked. So uh, you deserve it. Go stars. Connor McClowski says, lots of people in my family say Luke is the chosen one, but they don't understand oh, that much about Star Wars and all. Honey. Here we go. <laughs> so Here we go. So that is a thing that I remember in high school. So episode when episode three came out, I was a freshman in high school. I remember talking to my science teacher about the movie, and I remember him specifically saying that, oh, everyone thought you know, Anakin was the chosen one, but at the end of the day, it was actually Luke was the chosen one. And I remember him saying that to me back before I was really big into Star Wars. But, like, that's not true. But then we get, like... It was in the mall and... We get the whole Rebels scene when Obi-Wan is under the impression that Luke is the chosen one. So all that says is that at the time in canon, people thought different things. Right. They had their own beliefs. You know, because like all through the freaking prequels, Qui-Gon, everyone, everyone thought Anakin was the chosen one. Mace Windu thought it. Yoda thought it. Everyone thought it at one point or the other, you know, like. But to determine who the chosen one is, you also have to take into account what bringing balance to the force actually means. Which we have. I think that was our first ever cantina discussion. But we've done both. Who is the chosen one? And... Didn't we do that, or was the chosen one at a part of the discussion? I think it was part of it. That like, yeah, because I remember we had a. I, I remember we, we had a pretty intense. One of the first ones yeah. that we did. Um, but yeah, so, so it's go like, back, go all the way back, and listen to that episode if you want to know. Because like, I think when we, I don't know, I have to go. I don't know, I have to go back to listen to our earlier episodes, <laughs> but that's like over three years ago, so it's hard to remember yeah. all that. But um, it's been a while. But it's still the whole, also, from the certain point of view thing. Because, like, when you get to episode 9, at the very end, when Rey hears all the voices of Jedi and stuff, whispering to her, like, Anakin says, Don't. Bring balance to the Force as I once did. did. So it's like, in that moment, Anakin was the chosen, based on that, that he was. And Luke didn't defeat the sith luke did not defeat the emperor vader did Mm -hmm. so it's like i also think that bringing balance to the force by destroying the sith is a stupid concept anyways because if you go and listen to what luke says in the last jedi which i hate i don't i hate that i'm even saying this (laughs) but like i i don't think that they the jedi were right in thinking that but that's a that's a discussion for a whole nother day Anyways. Or right now. But yes, so yeah. canon-wise, a certain point, uh, a certain aspect of bringing balance to the Force was destroying the Sith. Like, that's just the, what the can thing is. So it's like Anakin slash Vader is the one that did that, not Luke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He yeeted Palpatine. Yeet. Yes. Yeah, but did he though? He died and then transferred because, <laughs> because Palpatine says I died once. 
Yeah. And That's so confusing because it's like, <laughs> his, but his, his essence was his, still alive. His body like, died and then he transferred his essence to uh, something. I don't know. Maybe we'll get some answers in the I guess. Verse. I guess in a, in, a, <laughs> in a technicality, he did die because his body ceased to, to live. I guess that, yeah. That, his spirit. And You're splitting hairs. You're really splitting hairs at that point, but I get, yeah, I get it. But yes, was that all of them? So yeah, that was Connor. So okay, this last one. So remember last week, Drew, we had that comment that like, was this like sent to the wrong? Oh yeah, Spotify Q and A. Like, was this like accidentally someone sent a text in the wrong? Like, we didn't know who it was. Well, this person sent another one, and now the same I'm pr- one? pretty sure this person is trolling us because it's another random message. That doesn't make right, any sense. So, Why are we reading this? But, so okay. Charlie Hep, we now know you're trolling us, but he says, I am going on yesterday. I have to take my take on next polls. So I'm, I have to do that tomorrow morning. So I'm just waiting on my results to come back from my father. Did, did tell me they were supposed to. So I don't know. Like I, last week we made more sense than this week, but now we know you're trolling us. So, or they just literally, what if they have Spotify open and they accidentally think they're texting? Right. Yeah, way, that can also a, be. It sounds like this is an Android problem. But this is just two weeks in a row. Yeah, the there's some intentionality guy. there. That's true. But this one really sounds like a text message to his dad or to his mom. I don't know. Either way, I feel bad. This guy isn't listening to us, and we're reading out his text messages out loud to people. (laughs) Well, I will say I have two honorable mentions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. One stormtroopers actually their aim actually sucks. Facts. That's not actually entirely true. And then it's not entirely true because we've seen many instances where they've they've actually been quite deadly. I a new hope. I, something else was happening behind the scenes in A New Hope. Okay, well, Vader wanted them to get away. That's all I'm saying. Mando. Huh. They were just bad. The thing about stormtroopers is they're they're bad if they if they need to be for a written scene, and they're good if they need to be for a written scene. What I'm saying is they're not always bad. Oh, that's fair. They're, they're, they don't always suck. Like a, and then the second one, joke. I know I know what Drew's about to say, oh, but Lord. the second one, especially after Mando season one. Everyone thought that Grogu, like it was like a literal baby Yoda. Oh. Especially all of the like older, some of the older fans that had never seen anything other than like maybe the original trilogy. And then they started watching me and it was like, oh, baby Yoda. It's like, no, not entirely. Like that. So. And the thing with that is, though, if people didn't understand the timeline, they're like, oh, a Star Wars show called The Mandalorian. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's Silver Boba Fett and a baby Yoda. You know what I'm saying? I do. Can you say that again so we can clip it? No, I'm only doing it once. <laughs> we're, we're clipping that. We'll but, clip it. But yeah, so those years, I so one of the ones mentioned was the Luke, I am your father quote. That was something that we were considering putting on our list. That my dad still says that every, correctly. I, everybody says it. Everyone wrong. does. Like, Luke, I am yeah. your father, which is he says no, I am your father. So that's a no mis, misquote. Maybe not necessarily misunderstand. Um, what other any nice other uh, honorable mentions? Uh, I I saw one on the internet that I thought was really interesting. Where 
there people could think that there are more than two Death Stars because if you Isn't there? if you watch A New Hope and you watch Rogue One and you watch the end of Andor without the full context, like a full grasp of what's happening, you see, you could perceive those as three different Death Stars. Oh. It's a, it's a, you would, you would really have to be new to Star Wars. You would have to be really new. But like, it is possible that you could see four different total Death Stars. Death Star 2, Death Star 1, and then the Andor Death Star at the very end when they're building it. And then the Rogue One Death Star. Really? I have seen... Well, I wouldn't say that. I would just say that they're very new. Like, I'm talking fresh Star Wars fans. I I could see it how it might be confusing. I don't know. I I wouldn't know if... I don't know. But I did see that one. And when when I was, like, researching for this episode, there was an article that mentioned that. I was like, you know... I could I see someone. I could see someone with no context. Maybe with like, Andor for sure. But I feel like if yeah. you have, or Rogue One. But like, I feel like if you are that new, you're probably not watching Rebels because of what we said the first thing. Like, they're not watching. Not Rebels. Andor, Rogue One. Oh, Andor. A New Hope and Return of the Jedi. I don't know. That would have never. Also, who? Also, why did Palpatine? Obviously, like, yeah, you know what we should do? Make a bigger one. That'll be great, because they can't do it a second time. Like, what an idiot. Well, especially I, when it wasn't even finished. I still think Thrawn's oh. Tide Defender program I, would have well, ended the whole thing. We've talked about that a lot. I, I know. I know. I'll die. I will I, die I, on that No hill. one's disagreeing with you here. No one's I know, disagreeing I know. with you. That's, and also, we might get a, a different kind of version of that in the Ahsoka show. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Like, I... I think Maybe one of the reasons one of the reasons Rogue One or not not Rogue One Rebels was made was to have that point there that yeah mm-hmm. the only reason that the Death Star continued was because of what the characters in the show accomplished to stop a, the Tie Defender program so yeah I don't disagree with you I I agree <sighs> you're right my boy Thrawn was he was done dirty especially in the novel. When you oh, read the whole, that, what is it? The is it the third? It's the third one, right? Where him and Krennic are neck and neck. They're, I don't know. Like I, haven't read it. I haven't read it yet. I haven't oh, read it yet. Oh shoot! I'm gonna oh. start reading the, that trilogy soon. I want to have it done before Ahsoka. So do May, June, July, one each month. Maybe no, first week in August we May can do second, so start. Thrawn trilogy. Oh gosh, I'm gonna have to reread those. We'll see. We'll it's see. been it's been a long time. It's been like three or four years since I've read well. those. Yep, it's been a while. All right, cool, cool. Well, that brings us to our number one. Yep. And oh yeah, I was gonna say something. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I forgot. I was gonna say, it and then Andrew took me off. But what I was gonna say was that people. Might not realize, but Jar Jar does is a Force user. So no, no, Darth Jar Jar. <laughs> no, just Jar Jar in general. <laughs> no, no, he's not. No. Okay, just kidding. But at the same time, kind of not. But anyways, those theories, the Darth Jar Jar theories, were the stupidest things. To were me they though? They were... Yes. 
<sighs> Anyways, I don't know why well, they irked what, me so much. What was it that... Well, something wasn't it just in the past year. Like Star Wars put something out, and it was like Palpatine was with what was it? something? I don't know. That like it was just like they were trolling us. I can't remember what it was. It was part like a yeah, like I don't a know. Fool's joke. I don't yeah, know. I can't remember. But all right, our number one is that people do not understand the importance of the politics in Star Wars. Specifically, the prequel trilogy politics. Um, That's where we get the most amount of politics with the prequel movies and with Clone Wars. We get a lot of politics. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we do get some little bit of politics stuff in the original trilogy. and But now with like... um, Bad Batch. Bad Batch, we have politics. With Andor, we have a lot of politics. And yeah. with the Mandoverse stuff, they're, they're putting in politics stuff with the New Republic. But more yeah. specific, but mainly from the original trilogy, or from the prequel trilogy and the Clone Wars, how important the politics is. And if you're just casually watching, like you might miss how everything is played out because of the politics. And who's pulling all the strings with the politics, it's Palpatine. So it's interesting that you say that because, so for, first and foremost, we've already talked about Plagueis. If, it's not canon, whatever. If you really want to better understand how much of a long game Palpatine and Plagueis before him were playing, like, I mean, like an incredibly long, I mean, decades into the future, they were planning things out. It was insane. Like, if you really want to see how intense that was, read Plagueis. Like, it's not canon, but, like, good Lord, does it inform so much of the Phantom Menace? Because, like, I remember at the time that these were written, even though they're not canon, they were written to supplement these movies that were canon. You know, they were considered canon. Right. And so, like, dude, it's insane. And to under you have to appreciate the politics because they were literally Palpatine's plan. Like that was him carrying out his plan. But it's interesting because you can have two very distinct experiences watching Star Wars Mm -hmm. that also mirror the experiences of the characters in the universe. So what I'm trying to say is that you can go through the prequel movies into the, the original trilogy without catching any of the politics and all of a sudden Palpatine's the emperor. And you're like, oh, oh, he kind of came out of nowhere and like did the thing and like he stole power. And that mirrors the experience of someone in the universe who also was not aware of what was going on behind the scenes. Vice versa, you can also be fully, you know, versed in what's happening and see all the subtle, the subtleties there and experience it like someone in the universe that might have also seen those things, which was a very small, extremely small group of people, but it's there. And so like, I remember as a kid, it all went over my head. Yeah, I remember, sure. I remember being, I remember being like freaking trade embargoes and blockades Dude, and all that stuff. And I was like, what? Those as a little kid. I used to yeah. Yeah. Especially the Phantom Menace. I was like, what? I, I didn't even know what a trade dispute was. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was like no. four, I was like five, four, five or six. I don't remember. And I was like, yeah. oh, well those are bad guys. 
that's all I knew too. Sick. You know, like <laughs> those are the bad guys. But then you realize that like Palpatine orchestrated the whole Trade Federation thing to help him get power, to help him get a vote for the chancellorship. Then he orchestrated the Clone Wars to keep him in power, but also to, for the downfall of the Jedi. There's like an entire sub-narrative that you you can actually not completely understand and still enjoy the story. But if you do, it's like an added layer oh, of depth yeah. underneath it all, you know? It's like the frosting on the cake. Like, you yeah. can have the cake. The cake still tastes really good. But that frosting, though? Yeah. I mean, like, that that's the reason why he was one of my favorite characters way back in the day when we did our top five. Palpatine was first, on our list. First episode was our top five characters. Yeah. Yeah, Palpatine was on my list specifically because of the he's a genius. Like, say what you want about him. Dude's a genius. And he orchestrated it all. And then, of course, like, I think, and we were just talking about this before we started recording, too. The whole Sifo Diaz thing, even after the Clone Wars, you're like, I so like they got him to do it and then they killed him, I guess. But it's like, especially if you don't watch Clone Wars. They just mentioned him in Attack of the Clones, and you're like, dude, where did this guy come from? Like, what? Wait, what? Who is you know? this guy? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I feel like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, before Tales of the Jedi came out, it's like, okay, we're getting three episodes with Dooku in it. So, yeah. I uh, did the uh, Dooku Jedi Lost. I went through that. And so, oh, yeah. like, there's a lot of Sifo-Dyas, Sifo-Dyas yep. stuff in there, which is. Honestly, I was more interested in the, what was going on with Sifo-Dyas than with Dooku in that book. But like, that's fair. Like, I would like to know more that's about Sifo-Dyas because he's basically used as the one who like they used him as a puppet to kind of like take the to focus put the focus on him rather than Dooku. And so, yeah. he was uh what was it? He was the Snoke of the prequels. Kind uh, that's, of. that's a stretch, but I could, yeah. Speaking okay. of, like, well, now it's funny that you mentioned that because after episode seven came out, a big fan theory that I really liked was that Snoke was actually Sifo Dyas. Oh, that would have been so cool because yeah, that was that made way more sense than because, like, there's Pal- 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 we see like He's a Jar-Jar. ghost, we see a ghost of hey. Sifo Dyas in the Clone Wars or like a vision or whatever, and you yeah. look at like the, the scars on his face, so it kind of like matched. Snoke, yeah, but then like Hux was like, Snoke wants to do a clone army again, blah blah blah. Like, I was like, dude, this it's Sifo Dyas, and then no, it's not, yeah, but but yeah, the politics, it's it's very uh, that's one of the things, like, it's an adult thing, like, with the animated mm-hmm. shows, like, it's an adult thing. Like, one of my I've seen that it's really weird. I watch it on YouTube every like, I just think about it, and I watch it, but there's a scene in Clone Wars. Where it's like, after some like political debate, there's like the Senate votes on something, and it didn't go the way Palpatine wanted it, and it's him and Masamita in his office. Like Masamita's like, "What are you gonna do about this?" And Palpatine is like, "You know, it's it's remarkable how you know the words of one senator can sway the thoughts of millions." And this is when Masamita says, "Well, what are you gonna do about?" It? And he's like, "We must." adhere to the principles of our democracy democracy we must let the wheels of the senate turn like he's 
playing politics, but like even when it doesn't work his way, he's like, all right, I, I got, I can't freak out. I got to let this play. Like even when his plan doesn't work the way he wanted yeah. it, he's still able to get it in. And dude is a freak genius. Like, because I mean, he he played in that role in in one capacity or the other in a political role and orchestrated things. I mean, think about it. How much Anakin had grown up from the Phantom Menace to Revenge of the Sith. I mean, we're talking a decade, if not a few years over that. Like the dedication and the the intellect that that takes is is insane. And the and like the thing that you have to keep in mind about the prequels is like there's a reason for every single thing that happens in those prequels. It's not just like, oh, we got a clone army. Sick. Like <laughs> that that came in clutch, right? When we, it's like, no, there's a reason that that was yeah. there. Right. Which of course you see in Revenge of the Sith, but then, you know, I I feel like to not understand the subplot of the prequels, you're doing yourself a disfavor and or disservice. That's what I meant to say, disservice. And you see, like, I just we're talking like the animated shows elevate the politics yep. to like you see more of it in the Clone Wars, and so it it adds to it. Um, yeah, and like with Andor, we see tons of politics in there. It's one of the reasons why it was. Uh, well, I'll talk about more about it in June, but, but I loved it. Yeah, so like say. the you know the new policies that the the Senate or the Emperor implements about like the very harsh punishment to crimes. We first saw that in Rebels. That new directive was established in Rebels season one, I think it was. Yeah, because that's when they start. They parallel season one and season one of Andor parallel in the timeline, like. And when you watch them, okay, the Empire, that's, they're evil. This is what they do. Okay, whatever. Yeah. But it's literally caused by Andor stealing all that money from the vault. Like, it's so crazy how it all plays out. And so. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, like I said, you can, uh, like I said, with the, the animated series, you can, you can get through the whole story and completely understand the story without paying too much attention to it you can it's possible you know like especially if you focus on who are the good guys versus who are the bad guys and like just really focus on that it's easy to understand but like man that that whole subplot is one of the reasons why the prequels are still going to be infinitely better than the sequels but i ain't saying nothing you just did no Uh, i didn't say anything Not me. I didn't say anything. All right, in post, I'm going to replay that like in an extra screen. Multiple yeah, it's time. fine. It's fine. <laughs> Zoom in on his face, Jeremiah, like on the YouTube videos. <laughs> All right. So. Cool, cool. So that is our top five misunderstood things in all of Star Wars. And so a lot of overlap with the people in the Q&A, with, and they had some of the honorable mentions that we had too. Um, but yeah, Star Wars will be always something that like Andrew was saying a lot, like you can watch it and casually and you can get a lot of the main points and enjoy it. But there's a lot that you miss if you don't like pay attention to the details and really deep dive. Like not everyone's going to be nerds like us and yeah, <laughs> take a minute and 41 second Ahsoka trailer and talk about it for over two hours because <laughs> we're going frame by frame and trying to theorize everything. So it's like we get the, the good thing about Star Wars is it's for everybody. Like, Anyone can enjoy Star Wars, and it's just kind of like, yep, 
And if you enjoy Star Wars, we consider you a Star Wars fan. So, yep, you don't have to be. You're welcome, nerds like us. So, yeah, you don't have to completely agree with us. But yes, I didn't say that. But (laughs) (laughs) it's better if you agree with us. Right, it helps. It'll Uh, help you. It'll help. But yeah, cool, cool. All right. Well, anything else from anything we talked about before we transition over to everybody's favorite time? No. No, I'm good. All right, cool. Well, let's transition over to voicemail time. It's voicemail time. All right, yep. Classic. I love it every time. Classic. All right. Well, tonight we have three voicemails. Uh, First one is from a first-time sender. A little quick hey. question for us, or not a question, but a recommendation for us. So let's take a listen to... Ooh, I love sweet. first time. From Laszlo. Hi, this is La- this is Laszlo from Denver, Colorado. And I think it would be interesting if you talked about your favorite Star Wars ships. All right. Thank you, Laszlo. Now, if you mean by, like, starships like flying ships in Star Wars, we did do an episode on that a long time ago, like yeah. 150 episodes ago or something. So if if you're new and you haven't seen that one yet, that is definitely there. But if you are meaning like relationships, we have not done that one. I know when we did that ship Ooh. episode, people were like, oh, cool. Top five relationships in Star Wars. Like, what are they going to say? And, and then we did starships and they were disappointed. So like, I know that happened. So, if you're if we you're thinking do of our top five misunderstandings of podcast names <laughs> episodes, I that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a bad episode. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was thinking about Laszlo after you mentioned it. Like, uh, like we could do like top five duos in Star Wars. That would be like a good thing. Like, because they wouldn't necessarily have to be like a romantic. Because when people say like ship, like you know, who's your favorite ship, like. It's well, you, like, we could just we could just do, do relationships, like just that's what I'm saying. But, but I'm saying, all different when, types. When, all when different people, types. I'm saying when people say that they te- tend to mean relationships, like romantic relationships. Oh well, yeah. And so, like, like, like Mando and Bo Katan. Stop. Gets, no, no, no. Drew, we don't had, don't do this. We had a whole debate on that. So go back on episode okay. seven, maybe. When we talked about that, I still stand by it. No, they're like someone said in the Q and A. Mando is the Jeremiah of the Star Wars universe. Someone said that. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, you're right. Don't need romance. Um, but dang, when do you I, get your child? Then that's when do you gonna, adopt your child? That's not gonna happen. Oh, okay. Your dog, great thing. But I think Lucy just joined the chat. Yes, she did. So, Lucy, you just in time because we're doing voicemails and we haven't played yours. So, that's going to be nice. But, yes, yes, Laszlo, thank you for sending in your voicemail first time. So, definitely send us another voicemail whenever you have a chance because more the merrier. Uh, But, yeah, so go check out our Starship Top 5. I think that's something like somewhere like 50s or 60s. That was a long time ago. So, go scroll all the way down. Scroll down. It was so long ago that I don't remember. I don't, remember what my, I don't even remember what mine were. <laughs> I know I had the Slave 1 on mine for sure. 
Yeah. And I had the Imperial Gauntlet, probably. I think I the, would hope. I think Andrew and I had the same one for top X Wings, but I don't, I don't I can't remember. Yo, the X-wing? Ultimate Collector series X Wing is coming out. But yeah. for for the Lego, the, they updated the Lego model. Yeah, I'm gonna try to, might try to get it. Who knows? All right. Was there a Y wing? Ooh, that look cool yeah. on the shelf. It won't fit. Oh shoot! I'll have to it'll probably it'll probably yeah it'll probably be up top, but we'll see. Anyways. You gotta move Bulbasaur over. It was kind of funny today at work. Uh, there was a little like connector piece on one of the machines that broke or something. And like one of the other guys was like, well, what does it look like? What's the shape of it? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I want to say it looks like a Y wing. <laughs> but I'm like, he's not going to know what that. You yeah, should have yeah, said yeah. it. No, I didn't. But like, <laughs> oh, Jeremiah. Kind of Live a little. All right. Thank you, Laszlo. But next up is Lucy's voicemail. And she just jumped into a chat. So perfect timing. Hey, so let's let's take a listen. Hello there. Hi, everyone. It's Lucy after approximately three months of radio silence. I'm sorry to have disappeared there, but I am not at all caught up on Mando Season 3, so I haven't been able to listen to most of your recent episodes. However, I did really like your Top 5 Creatures and Meme Moments episode, and I'm looking forward to getting back in the loop. First of all, thank you, Dazdor, from the Discord. I hear you've been sending in tons of VCU illustrations, and I'm so excited we've gotten this far in the project. Also, happy almost Star Wars Day. It's crazy that this time last year we were just finishing the VCU. I do have a question for you. Aside from Anakin, Dooku, Kylo Ren, Pong Krell, and all the other Jedi who actually turned to the dark side, which Jedi do you think would be most likely to turn to the dark side? This can be from any time period. Thank you for everything, and may the Force be with you. Alright, cool, cool. Thank you, Lucy. So... Her question is, other than the Jedi who turned to the dark side, who else do you think could turn to the dark side? And so... <laughs> hit, hit the button. Hit the, hit the super button, please. Get, get out. Get out. Thank you. Um, uh, so anyways. <laughs> Jeremiah, so, who do you think? I don't know. It's hard to say because... Did we see anyone in... Clone Wars, again, now we're going back to animated shows, but, like, who else kind of was on the line or anything? Because I feel like everyone who was at the line turned, like, Ventress and, uh, what's her face? Her friend, Barris. Afi. Barris, yeah. Um, like... What about Ezra? Ezra, he's... He, uh, yeah, he was... Yeah, he was like, uh, he, I feel like out going, of anyone... There's still potential for him to yeah. turn. <laughs> I I really wonder what he's gonna be like in this show. Yeah. Um, Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Is, so, okay, so yeah. here's my question. Everyone says that he uses yeah aspects of the dark. Is like is that okay? Is that canon or is that okay? Well, of course. Well, it's I'm not. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it was in a novel it's, it's, or, or something that's it, canon. I don't it's know. Not. I'm asking. It's so, not technically canon. It's not technically okay, I'm canon. Just, I'm just asking where it came from. <laughs> but it is it is very yes, it is very widely known. Well, I don't know if it's widely known, but it's it's known. It's a known fact 
that his own form of lightsaber combat, he somehow he he found a way to tap into the aggression of the dark side, augment himself with the force with it without fully Turning. stepping in to the dark side. Sounds like cheating. Yeah, but I would say too that if anyone would have turned, dude, I swear he was he was gonna kill Palpatine. Like he had Anakin not oh, been there, he, he, would, he would he's done. That that to me, uh, he would have tried to kill. He was never gonna kill him. Well, he couldn't. Okay, in the not here, I here I go again. In the novelization, in the no- well, is that Mace, canon? How's that not canon? It's, it's not the, because it, it was. Is it, that the, really the, not canon? It it's technically retconned by the visual media, technically. Because the they movies, take they take creatively. Uh, the movies have priority over anything set in the novelization of yeah, but the novelization of Revenge of the Sith is way better than the movie, especially the fight Skywalker? scene. I haven't read it because I've read that, and a lot of my arguments. Are you saying they're not even going to work? I'm saying if it contradicts the movie, then the movie is what's saying. But if it's complementary, then it's still canon. Oh, okay. Because like the fight scene in Palpatine's office is is actually like it's way longer and it's kind of scary. Like one of the Jedi gets like stabbed straight through the face and like hearing up hearing. I heard like a part of that book and it was just it's, that part it's of intense. That book. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Mace Windu. He had his principles, but I, f- I feel like there you could get him to a point where he would start doing some stuff because he had to. Like if if it was a, if it was a situation where it was like I could have killed Anakin, he, honestly. He would right. He like if he had to choose between like the good of the galaxy, you know, versus like if, if I go to the dark side, will it save people? I feel like he would do it. It it's a really weird like roundabout way. Of accepting it, I get that, but I feel like he would be the one, because like he was like he's too d- dangerous to be left alive. Like that's that's not a Jedi, that's not a Jedi thing. Like well, Yoda was, never would have said that. Well, there was a you know when they're dueling, and they lock sabers. Like you see him with his angry face, like trying to push yeah. back. Like yeah, like that seems like it's a dark side yeah. thing where he's angry. I feel like. like but also, when you're like just Mace pushing really hard, sometimes your face scrunches. So I, maybe that's different. Uh, you know, um, there is a there's an EU novel called Shatterpoint, where it's all about him and his shadow his Shatterpoint ability that he uses. But it's also like it's a solo story about him, and he goes on a mission by himself and stuff. And I, I don't quote me on this, but I feel like there was some like inner struggle with him, based on like what was happening and him wanting to like be aggressive and like just in things but it not technically being the jedi way and stuff like so like i feel like there was some there was some struggle there but he handled it way better than anakin so if only they had right. therapy so i think another Drew, good one, do you too have one would be luke so like, fun fact oh oh he does go to the dark side, and then he comes back from it. Canon? Episode 8, when he's about to kill Kylo in his sleep. Oh, that's fair, actually. Well, that's not what he's I'm gonna talking about. He's going to pull a Mace Windu on that. I'm talking about the Dark Empire comics, but... Oh. oh. Well, it's Dark Hey, 
is it is everyone you know andrew's bag anybody tired of him referencing the expanding universe yet because it's <laughs> happening a lot <laughs> i feel like I feel like but, every other sentence is like well there was this one book that but, anyways. but i i also feel like even like there was a certain point even in that that room where he could have picked vader like he could have picked his dad and actually just been a part. I mean, that would have messed up the world too. But then him and Vader could have killed Palpatine. Like, it's if ever they make a what if, that's definitely probably one of them. Yeah. And if Luke it, attempted to kill Palpatine in episode six. Yeah. And, and Vader and Luke ran the galaxy. Yeah. I could see it. So, yeah. I would say Mace, Luke is a good one. Who else? Someone I know who, a lot of people. Go ahead. Uh, uh, someone who did kind of turn to the dark side was Ahsoka in the Mortis arc when she got possessed by the brother, nah. however that works. So she was like that. We did see dark side Ahsoka for a little bit before... She got saved yeah. from that. Ray. She was honestly gray, like kind of in a sense, like well, in and, eight, and she, she did tempted. see like if she did something else, she could. That we saw a vision of it. Oh, we did. We saw Ray. her as a Sith. Which, like, honestly, it, I would rather have that story arc, which, which was kind of cool. Real. But I, I have the figure. It's pretty dope. So I wonder if, um, in that Ray movie coming out and whoever that comes out if we'll see any dark side temptations with her or any of her students or maybe that'd be cool to see her you know she's leading the new jedi order and she doesn't know anything really it's like learn how she deals with a dark side well it's, temptation it's interesting someone. because like one of the early, pretty early on one of the things that broke broke luke in the expanded universe was having one of his students go to the dark side because he was very young and very inexperienced and it shaped him into who he was for the rest of the expanded universe. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of people don't agree with the direction of his character, but I'm not saying anything. But by you not saying anything, I hear you and I appreciate you. (laughs) He came back from a lot of stuff like, he came back from a lot of stuff in the expanded universe that should have broken him and it didn't. So that's why I'm pretty sure expanded universe. Luke was my number one character. I think it was I, specifically. I, so. I think it was, but we were like, that was when Drew and I were like, but it's EU. So it doesn't matter. This it is like your count. first episode together. And you're already like, Oh, here, this is, what did i get myself into he has such a good character arc in the expanding universe so and he gets he gets so overpowered too it's insane but they need to make a like what if show just for fun call it what if i'll i'll text i'll text dave and see if i can get the the ball rolling on that while you're texting him can you have him come on the podcast like stop wasting you that'd be insane suggestions Let's, let's just have him on no, we should do. We should just email a bunch of like Star Wars actors and voice actors, 
and just like like, like their like their, their content, like their agent or whatever, like that process. So it's just hey, we have a podcast. We can't pay anything, but we'd love to have you on to see if anyone would bite. It's like anyone. We'll probably get the one guy who was one of the bounty hunters in the Mandalorian yeah, show that was like, his rounds and he signed the, a bunch of autographs. We'll get forget yeah, his name. We'll get some obscure minor character all the way back. It'll be like we finally hey. we finally find the, the the ice cream bucket guy from episode five. Like who that guy's disappeared. No one knows who he is. Like we, hey, cool. we find him and interview like oh yeah i i just needed 50 bucks and i just had to carry a <laughs> ice cream thing and run around a corner and that's all i needed to do and gosh i would do it for free <laughs> yeah same all right cool all right thank you lucy it's good to hear from you yes welcome back and also, catch up with mando what yeah the heck? catch up with that spoils yeah. stuff yeah. a lot remember we're <laughs> Moving forward, anything is, is fair game in episodes moving forward. So, um, yeah, but we so. have we have three weeks of visions episodes that we're going to be going over. So, there, oh, true, there'll be less spoiler stuff. But then after visions, we'll be doing who knows Vision yet. Vision comes out in two days. Shoot, never mind. I'm not watching Rebels, I'm watching Visions. My bad. I totally forgot. Oh, that's <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, Vision comes out on it, Thursday. looks really good too. So, it's amazing. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Lucy. Good to hear from you. Send in some more voicemails because we love hearing from you. But we have one more voicemail tonight Damn. from our good friend, Will. So let's take a listen. Hey. Hey, Empire Radio. Will here. This is a very, very simple question. What is your favorite vegetable? And what is your favorite fruit? I'm hoping this spurs another melon conversation. <laughs> Gosh. Yes. Oh, um, I was going to say, we know what Jeremiah's least favorite fruit is. I, you don't, I don't hate watermelon. I don't understand why you guys think that. I just don't believe in the thumb test. But anyway, uh, I'm just saying. No, nope, no, we're not bringing that. Nope. I, I just nope. feel like I was ganged up on by you two against me. I couldn't defend my point as whatever but fav- <laughs> favorite vegetable and favorite fruit what do you guys okay let's, let's start start this out right what is a tomato it's in canon it's a fruit okay <laughs> then i gotta think of a vegetable and i think there's some wasn't like a strawberry there's something that we always think of the fruit is actually a vegetable i thought it was like a strawberry is considered a vegetable or something like that but i don't no. know there's something crazy no, like i don't want to believe that well, no, because they have seeds. Every no. plant has seeds. That's how you grow them. No, but isn't that what? Let's <laughs> see. Here we go. Isn't that what they say? The why or well is I don't fruit don't is because it has seeds inside of it. But then are cucumbers fruit then? Or yeah, is I it, don't even care enough see, to see. This is the problem. <laughs> here's the here's the thing. My favorite vegetable is broccoli. That's oh, a, that's a good fun that's fact. Good. I that's... hated broccoli growing up, and then at some point in my adult life, I started really liking it. Will says strawberries are fruit, so that's good. Yeah, F- yeah, vegetable for sure is broccoli. Um, fruit, mango. I, Yo, I, I don't. I, 
Okay, I don't hate Mingle, but it's like don't give Will the satisfaction, please. I don't. I don't like that. I have to. Like you, it's hard in the middle. Like you can't. You just get the outside of it. I hate that. Like I didn't even know that was a thing that, until like I, I respect that. I respect that. Until like yeah. three years yeah. ago or something like that, I went to the grocery store and I was like, you bit in one mangoes. <laughs> like they're like eighty-eight cents or something. Like, oh, cool! I've never bought a mango before. I've never cut. Did I get some mangoes? Yeah, and I take Jeremiah walking out with his mangoes <gasps> in his hand. And I had to Google. How it's kind of like a. <laughs> it's kind of like an avo- an avocado, you know, yeah. in a weird way. But it's like, I, I just, I just was betrayed. I'm like, they gotta. Dude, this is 2023. They can't make boneless mango. Like they can't. Like <laughs> no. They what? They can't, what? They can't, they can't genetically <laughs> modify a mango. No, where, like, no. The center oh. is so small. Like we can actually like get no, like an avocado. No. No. Gosh, 2023 no. and we don't have boneless mangoes like what are we Dude, doing with this world boneless mango mangoes. and mango flavored stuff like mango flavored Dude. candy mango flavored drinks it's like my favorite it's my favorite like now when you nada so oh. because a do you question like mango natas, andrew what is that it's like mango like smoothie but then like with chili like mexican chili powder and stuff on it so you get like a spicy uh, and sweet. I don't oh. do I don't do the whole spicy fruit thing. Wait, do you do you go okay. to the fruit stands that in LA? I have yet to do it, but I have one two hundred feet from my front door every day, and they have fresh mango. So what are you doing they with your you life? get it, they you can get it with lime squeezed over it. You can get it with the chilies on, sprinkled on oh, it. Oh, the chilies. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. But they they have multiple different kinds of melons in there. So and you hate melons other than watermelons. So there are yeah. They probably I've actually, taste better than our melons. Let's be it's real. It's funny. It's funny that you say that because I've walked by and I've been like, why are there so many melons? Like I've actually <laughs> thought that recently. I'm like, dude, just get rid of the other ones and just do watermelon, and then everyone's happy. Because I see people like coming back with like whole chunks of cantaloupe and i'm like that's a freaking lie <laughs> but anyways empty no. pl- promise <laughs> it's an empty promise but yeah so mango <laughs> one of my favorite snacks is the dry it's tons of sugar i know but the dried mango jerky but it's like super sure it, it's not jerky but it's like dried out pieces yeah, of yeah. mango and you get it in like a little clear tin at like target or something it's super good dude the spicy mango suckers you gotta, you gotta. You're from the south, Andrew. You don't have an excuse, my no, dude. No, dude. Spi- spicy fruit is not a southern thing. It's like a no, but I'm saying for it's like spice, a southwestern. Like, do you oh, like spicy? Spice? Yeah, sure, sure. No, yeah, I love, I love spicy stuff, but like you just gotta I also have a really low tolerance though. Oh. So you're hurting my soul. Jeremiah. You've been very quiet. So why don't you? Yeah, go tell next. us. Uh, well, for the longest time. Or, like, raw green pepper has always been, like, my favorite thing to eat of all things in the world. Okay. So, like, yeah, I, that's I, I remember, not a bad you know, idea. when I was, like, three or four years old, I'm, like, I loved raw green pepper. Like, it was my favorite thing. Um, but the thing that in recent years that has might have dethroned that is, and I've talked about this on the show, Caracara oranges. Oh. Because those are like sweet grapefruits, basically. It's a pink, the flesh inside is pink rather than orange. I've tried to find those since you said it. I've yet to find them. So they're like 
Season January almost. through like now, like they're starting to get, they might be off the thing, but like it's like huh. a winter, spring is the season. And uh, sometimes they're hit and miss. Like sometimes like this, this last season was hit or miss, but usually it's, it's like a sweet grapefruit. It's just very refreshing. And I'm like, man, I can't believe how good this is. So, but well, that's your fruit. Then green pepper is be my vegetable. Okay. But, oh, okay. Okay. But here's a question for you. What is the optimal time to eat a banana? Like the ripeness level. Oh, here we go. Cause you have some people like it when it's a straight green. Some people like when it's like straight spotty and black, <laughs> like what no, you have to, you have to treat it like the force and find balance between the two. Ooh. Facts, because like I don't like when a banana is too tough, and t- it's just I, there's something about it that's like really off to green. me. It tastes green. Yeah, is that weird? like <laughs> but you if it's yeah, it tastes green. color, it tastes yeah. green. <laughs> like no, it does. It it's, does. It's weird, but that's what green would yeah. taste like. Too, right. too brown. Will, too Will, brown. It's just like flick. Will you're wrong. He says with the small spots popping on it. No, no. If it has small pops pops spots on it i'm saving yep. them and i'm gonna give them to jeremiah to make bur- banana bread like Yo, i'm not banana bread that. slaps i Jeremiah's do i do good. make the world's best banana bread guaranteed i still really miss your pizza yeah. well if you <laughs> come to empire con i'm making banana bread so but not pizza no i can't do that to... no that's a lot of work to okay. make but if you come maybe bread. just for you okay Next next time you come to Minnesota, I'll make my pizza again for you. And fun okay. fun fact, the last one have been last fall was the first time I made homemade pizza sauce from scratch. I got the can of San Marzano tomatoes, which is supposed to be like the best in the world for making pizza sauce because that's like the standard. Was that a lot better? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. like. Yeah. It was like three times, three, four times more expensive than a cheap jar of this spaghetti sauce that I would use. Okay. And it's a lot of it work, like over an hour to like cook them the way you want it. And it's like, yeah, it's good, but it's not as noticeable as you think. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. But for bananas, I would say, so I, I only buy bananas when they're fully green not because i like green but because i can then measure when the ripeness is going to be that's fair i do that too so i buy them green and i wait one to two days when there's just a little bit of green left that's the first day they're good they're Mm -hmm. good for a second day after that but that third day it's it's dicey it's not that it's 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 doable like but once it's that third day, I let it go really spidey and brown, and then I throw it in the freezer yep. for future banana yeah, bread. I I don't discriminate. I don't like them super green, but like I, if it's still got spots on it, like you, I, okay? not brown, not brown, but like I'm fine with a with a, a mushy banana. See, for me, if if they get like a little mushy, I I just throw them in my blender and make them. No, yeah, yeah, it goes on. Most of the time, honestly, when I consume bananas, it's through protein shakes. So it doesn't really matter. I can use them longer, but 
you're right, Jeremiah. You get them green. Buy them green, and then you can measure when you're going to do it. But honestly, you still only have a week. If you get them a little, if if you're like, all right, I'm going to buy this off the shelf and eat it tonight, they're not going to be good in two days. Like this, this right? Yeah. So if I I go do my grocery shopping on Wednesdays, so usually he has a banana Friday. <laughs> Friday and Saturday is. <laughs> is banana fridays sometimes if they're uh, starting to turn a little yellow at the store you, i'll do it thursday and friday but i usually buy two or three bananas at a time just because oh really yeah yeah because then they turn bad and it's just like yeah well, i mean my it's, thing is it's I really easy to thing. waste them that's true but i give them to miles or oh that's another thing is i also just give them to ahsoka ahsoka loves oh. bananas so if they're like, oh, I don't want to eat this, I'll just give them to my dog and she'll eat it. <laughs> so, sorry. So, it all right. Works. So my my favorite. I haven't even said mine. <laughs> I haven't even, I didn't even realize. I forgot. Okay. I was about to tr- move on. I know you were. <laughs> I, I can sense you, Jeremiah. I can feel the force changing over there. Um, lychee is my favorite fruit. Hands down. The best fruit. They're kind of hard to get into, but once you're in there, it's the best. <laughs> And then for right. vegetables, I don't know if this counts. I'm going to assume it counts. Jalapenos. I guess yeah, it counts yeah, as a vegetable. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, a good one. I can eat a jalapeno by itself. Eat it. So. Yeah. Sick. What would you guys say are your least favorite vegetable and fruit? So we already know it. Andrew hates melons. <laughs> Melon. <laughs> but what would you not like for vegetables? Like, what do you refuse to eat? I don't Like, I don't like peas or squash. Like, I can't. Peas? I, really? I, ever since yeah, I was a little kid. peas? No, no, I, I green peas. Like, Oh, yeah, green peas are still. The sweet ones? I, I don't know. I don't eat them. <laughs> 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 I don't yeah, really I, have I, one. I can. I don't really not eat any. Dude, I do not like. Oh, watermelon because I'm allergic. Or uh, not watermelon. Pineapple. You don't like. You don't like pineapple. I'm allergic. So that's I'll a good die. Yeah, so okay. they're my. <laughs> that's my least favorite fruit right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I hate cantaloupe. Actually, I think honeydew is worse. Honey but up there. Okay, I, I just have to say something because there's something I didn't get to defend. So oh, we, in, in that video, in that clip, you always say like, "Oh, you know, when you go to the hospital and you go to the thing and you get the fruit cup, or you go whatever, you get the fruit cup." Fruit then, cup. Yeah. The fruit cup. Uh, okay, so I was thinking about this. When it comes to those melons, you have to clean uh-huh. out the center where the seeds are, but sure, the seeds are connected to like a almost like a translucent like gelatin type thing like on the inside and that's where okay. all the flavor is like that's where most of the sweetness is from so if you have some minimum wage cafeteria worker scraping the sides up oh, here we go they're, they're scraping <laughs> out all the flavor so if you lightly scrape out the seeds and you have that little clear like translucent like thing on the yeah. middle yeah. you get a lot more flavor also too you, if you wait to cut them open, you let them ripen more. They get sweeter the longer you wait. So they're probably getting in a whole shipment 
and then just cutting them open that wet well, and sit and raping. That's not the average experience, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, so I'm that's, saying that's not my experience all right, in Melon. When I, well, next time you come to Minnesota and I make you pizza, well, I'm going to get two melons. You cut one and I cut one, and we'll see which one tastes better. Dude, why would I cut a melon? I was really afraid the, the that you were about to put no, it on the, the no, pizza. No, to show you that, <laughs> that the way you cut it and the way you let it rest determines no. it's like a banana yeah, it can, ripens it changes okay but Jeremiah, you, you can still cut it but if you cut a watermelon that i flump flumped. next to it <laughs> whatever he said, let me let me flump that thing let me flump it um and we have it side by side we're still gonna pick what what if Dude. what if the good watermelons are the ones that are the older ones because they let to sit and they got to get sweeter as the time went on I guess we'll never know because we hit them. So to find out. my least favorite vegetable is <laughs> asparagus. 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 Yeah, I, I don't like asparagus. I haven't really had it that much, so I I don't know how to. Uh, I always have I it with meat around it, so it's kind of. I I hear that Dude, it makes your. I, hate that. Huh? I love that. What do you say? I I hate like like super oily like overly steamed vegetables with like the way that they serve it with like steaks and stuff. I hate vegetables like that. I, it's gotta be crisp. Like I, I like, you don't like, I I like fresh vegetables way more. Like if that thing didn't like when you break it off in your mouth, like, well, well then there you go because asparagus like it's kind of, it's gross. Yeah. Well, asparagus is just gross anyways. I also don't like celery with bacon. It's pretty nice. Celery. What about ants on a log? Okay, here we go. Freaking raisins, raisins and peanut butter. You don't Freaking like raisins, dude. You I don't like raisins, fine, I guess. You don't like yeah, ants I, on a log. Here's the thing: if if something needs, I don't really like ants on a log. If yeah, like if 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 a vegetable needs something else for me to enjoy it, it's not worth it. Like I can eat broccoli. I can just grab a fistful of broccoli and just eat it. I'd be fine. Really? You know? Hot, like, dr- like not cooked. Yeah, like just like fresh, okay, so yeah. kind of fr- kind of refrigerated broccoli. I, it's my favorite. Like, really? do you remember? Okay, you remember at North Central is a deep cut. You remember okay. the salad bar that they had in the middle of the cafeteria and they yes, had the cold you ate broccoli. That Yo, that was I like that broccoli <laughs> over all the other broccoli they served. Really? Yeah. You learn something yeah. new every day, you guys. Yep. I don't think I could eat broccoli like just dried like that. It has to be like with a ranch if it's gonna be cold. Because if but it's I like, like broccoli if it's by itself, steamed, if it's overly steamed, it gets all mushy and stuff. I like and that. I, I like it. When I so, I don't really have a least favorite besides like for vegetables. I'm trying to think. I don't. I don't think I have one. I'll eat any vegetable. I'm not really that picky. What about cabbage? Steamed yeah. cabbage. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I'll eat it. Wait, Andrew, do you I might like actually... mushrooms? Mushrooms? Those, those are a whole thing. They're a fungus. That's a completely different category. I, I still think it's still vegetable. No? No, it's a fungus. It's, it's a fungus. It lives so on its they're own. they're not vegetables? No. Okay. But, dude, freaking steam. I don't like cabbage. I actually might take it back. I think cabbage. I like cabbage less than I like asparagus. How do you feel about sauerkraut? Like steamed. Oh, come on. Let's go. Andrew, you're from the South. You're supposed to like Mm -hmm. sauerkraut. 
No. Uh, what about, okay, if you don't like cabbage, do you like coleslaw? Uh, I don't really. like coleslaw. No. Oh. See, no. I like sauerkraut, Dude, but when it comes anytime to, I go to Canes, anytime I go to Canes, coleslaw's <laughs> out. Getting extra fries or extra toast. Ooh. Never. Yeah. Facts. I, I can get behind that. So, yeah. Well, there's half an hour on vegetables. Thanks, Will. There we go. <laughs> I hope that was a clip you wanted. <laughs> all right. Cool, cool. Well, those are all the voicemails for tonight. So thank you, Laszlo, Lucy, and Will. But if you want to send in a voicemail, there's Ayo. a link in the description. Links.co slash Empire Radio. Links with two eyes. And two eyes. Two eyes. So that's a landing page for everything Empire Radio. And one of the links down there is for the voicemail. So just click the link and it'll bring you right to the site where you can just record up to a one minute length uh, voicemail. And you are able to preview it before you send it. So if you want to redo yep. it, it works like that. So yeah, send in, like, just have any rant. Uh, we'll just ask us about our favorite fruit and vegetable when we just talk about a half hour. So like, my favorite voicemails are the ones where we have debates and have good discussions. So, but anything is like, if you just want to say, hey, keep up the good work, we'd love to hear from you. We yeah. love our international fans. So, if you're outside, we love to hear those accents. Those are always fun. So, send us a, send us a voicemail. Uh, but, yes, but also in that links page, there is our link to our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, our fan email, the VCU Illustration Project link. Um, and also the needlesslynerdy.com entertainment network that we're a part of. So go click on that if you want to learn more about some other podcasts and articles and stuff, all about nerdy stuff. Go check that out. A lot of good content there. Um, and I think that's everything. So uh, definitely follow us on YouTube because Star Wars Visions is coming out this week, and I am going to try and do reactions to every episode and get those up as fast as possible. It's going to be a busy weekend of me recording, editing it to a legal thing because it's, I'm trying to learn this copyright stuff. <laughs> um, but go check that out. So if you want to see my reaction to all nine episodes of Visions, just follow us on YouTube. Uh, and then Give them a thumbs up. Yep. Yep. And also, next the next three weeks, we're going to be doing three episodes of vision breakdowns. So three episodes, three episodes and three episodes. Uh, so we'll look forward to that. Cause I'm really excited for vision season two or volume two as it is technically. And so I think there's gonna be a lot of good stuff and I don't know if they're going to beat the village bride for one of the best things I'll start. Mm -hmm. I might have to do another PowerPoint presentation, but goodness, who knows? We'll see. There's like, I don't know. The I, walls and grummet star Wars. Let's go. I'm all for that episode. I might skip the order and just watch that one first. With okay. Miles, maybe I should do a reaction with Miles watching it. That would be key. Sorry, Jeremiah. That might. That might. Hey, put that in that the might... thumbnail with the baby. We'll get tons of views and uh, likes on that. <laughs> Jeremiah's like, like, let's go. Let's, do it. I'm not saying I'm exploit your child for views, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's pretty cool. Dear so. Lord. <laughs> Um, I'll send you a thumbnail and just put it on your video. <laughs> just Miles' face. Uh, have him do like different expressions and like guys like do like cutouts of it. <laughs> just smiles on everything. Um, but yeah, so we're excited for that. Send in your voicemails. Follow us on everything. 
yeah, I think that's about yeah. it. So yeah, so Andrew's else? back once a month. Sick. Andrew's yep, back, back once a month. So the first week of every month. And so um make sure you tune in for the first week if you don't do anything no, else. No, yes. tune in for all of them, please. <laughs> Please. Yeah. It's like the same thing I said when I was taking a step out the first time. Like, yo, support the other episodes, please. Yeah. They're just as good. And now that we're between shows, we're not going to have any shows until Ahsoka. <laughs> I think you're between worlds. <laughs> no. Like, we're going to need uh, content between Visions and Ahsoka. So if you have top five ideas or discussion topics or anything you want us to do, like, we're going to be really open to content suggestions for episodes just because. We need ideas, yep. so let us know and send us something in the Discord. If you join, oh yeah, Discord link. If you want to join the Discord, there's an invite <laughs> in the thing. So join the Discord; it's a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah, come to EmpireCon. Come to EmpireCon August. The sign up is only available in the Discord. So join the Discord and follow all the information and updates for EmpireCon. So that's coming up quick. All right, cool. All righty. Anything else, boys? Nope. Nope. All right, cool. Well, you have been listening to another Top 5-tastic episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. (laughs) I'm Andrew. I'm Drew. And may the Force be with you. Always. Always. Needlessly Nerdy, your source for all things nerdy. www.needlesslynerdy.com